Are you you ready to have a good ass show? I've never been more ready for a good ass show than I am at this exact moment of our lives. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode. And he was hanging with shooters while y'all were hanging with Mr. Cooper. Which one of y'all got beef? He's putting your names inside of Chalupa. It's that guy over there. Did you just run Cooper with Chalupa? No, Someone else did. <laughs> well, I'm talking. He's talking about Alex. That's me. And of course, I'm questioning that guy over there. Woo! It's Jake. How are y'all doing today? We've got um, a lot of good stuff to get to. Uh, before we get to that, Alex, hit him with that delicious online content. What if I was just like, then no? I, I mean, I'm gonna, but like, what if I was I'd just like, like, no? You're fired. You know what? You know what? You're not this week. <laughs> Next week, you're suspended. Don't even, don't even be on the show. I'm gonna get someone else to do it. So you. So you're telling me that if I don't tell people about our online presence in this episode on the 28th of November, we're not going to record? Yeah, you and I, you and I not are not going to record. You're suspended. I'll, I'll find someone else to do your spot. You know what? That's fine because on Instagram and uh, Facebook and, and, and Patreon, uh, if, you, if you're searching Red Arrow Productions, you're going to find us. We're not hiding. Uh, we're blowing up the, the IGs on a weekly basis. That's a normal thing for us now. Um, Twitter, Red Arrow P, uh, Red Arrow Deep South, also on, on Instagram, posting all the funny stuff that makes us giggle on the inside Amen. and the out. Uh, I mean, the podcast is available. I don't know, I don't know where you, the listener, are particularly listening from, but it's available everywhere. Spotify, uh, Podbean, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Um, I mean, we're, we're starting up the YouTube channel. I actually just wrote a script today that I think we need to explore because I think it, it's 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 a doable script for a short a short it, film. Indeed, indeed it is. Uh, also, uh, one, one thing yeah. that, uh, I might start doing, I, it's possible I can upload our episodes directly to YouTube. So that might be something that uh, that we can do moving forward <laughs> in the future. So keep keep an eye out for that. Um, but you know what, Alex, you're still suspended. Hmm. That's fair. You know what? On the twenty eighth, I won't be here. That's fine. You know what? You take your double, double secret. secret. I don't think so. It's not a secret. Yeah. It's not a secret, and I won't be here on the twenty eighth. You you talked to, you've talked me out of being here on the twenty eighth. Take that. Don't want you here. We're gonna have a different yeah. energy. It's gonna be a different show. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's so, fine. Um, That's fine. Let's. Let's move. Let's move towards uh, the recent unpleasantness yes. here. Uh, want want to give a shout out? Um, eulogize? Not really a shout out. That's inappropriate. But that's uh, a little, a little off. Yo, it's there. your boy. Uh, make sure you smash that subscribe button. R.I.P. Uh, no, but uh, in in reality, we do want to you know say rest in peace to Stanley. Uh, certainly, someone yes. who is inspirational. Uh, to a lot of people, specifically to us, whether whether directly or indirectly, um, you know, Stan Stanley was a, a real influence. Yeah, absolutely. The guy, the guy is a is. I mean, he's a legend. Like it, it, and and like legends, he'll he'll never he'll never die. In that, will someone will Hero, always remember Heroes Stan. Get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. Bingo. You can never go wrong. Name, name the um, movie. 
Uh, uh, I don't like. I thought GI no, Joe said man, that. It's not GI Joe. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 sad. Like, I mean, on on one hand, it's it's kind of like you know, he was ninety five, and we all knew it right. was going to happen soon. So it that's that's one of those uh, small silver linings in the whole thing. Is is to the best of my knowledge, it wasn't anything incredibly tragic or 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 um, unforeseen. But I mean, the guy, the guy, I mean, wasn't silly as a pimp. I mean, when you do, when you do what you do, you do what he did to an entire industry of entertainment. Like that's, that's something that I think, I think he, he, he died proud of his legacy because it's, it's an epic one for sure. It's a little sad that uh, he doesn't get to see the, the film adaptation come to its fruition, but uh, it's kind of, it's kind of nice that way a little bit. And and we get to, to theorize that in the last movie he got, uh, he got snapped away. Right. Right. Like how how crazy would it have been if they did that? Like if they had snapped, if they had snapped him away, that would have been so apropos. That would have been so Hitchcock. Oh my god! Yeah, like that would have that would have been that would have been crazy. Like snap him away, just like ha ha ha, get it? And then now he actually can't be in the next one. And you're like, oh, oh. But I did see a thing that says that according to his IMDb page, Stanley is credited through. If you if you look at his credits from uh, acting, voice acting, and animation. He is credited with appearing in 121 films, which is more than, uh, like, what was it? It was Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Meryl Streep, Julia Roberts, and I can't remember the other, like, it was like a big A-lister type thing, like these people who are famous for being in movies. And you realize, like, that's, that's insane that, one, Marvel's done that much stuff, and two, that, like... Stan Lee has been involved with things for so long that he's able to to hang his hat on that kind of a uh like a a record. It's crazy. Did you hit the button? Yeah, of course I hit the button. But uh, you know, okay. we we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we want to say thank you. Yeah, we want to say thank you to uh, someone who created his own universe and gave two guys the belief that they can do it themselves. So. Bingo. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, there's no real uh, clever way to transition away from that. I'm not going to try. Um, so, no. yep, hard, hard cut. cut. You know, moving on. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the knockout that ev- that everyone, self-included, have been talking about. Knockout talking about. Um, Yair Rodriguez against Korean Zombie, which sounded like a, a Tekken 7 downloadable character. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. Like, like, hey, Soul Calibur Seven just came out. Check out these Korean new fighters, zombie. <laughs> so, what? What's your thought on on the knockout? I, I, you know, for me, I, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I, I thought it was a, a clever use. One of those, uh, certainly not planned, but certainly a resourceful knockout in, in my in my mind. And and it harkens back to that conversation we were having about that last punch mattering like what if you know like that referee didn't give that guy an opportunity to stand up when the the horn went off 
Agreed. So yeah, that's, you know, we're, right. we're back to that old, con- that old chestnut. Uh, but I, I thought it was great. Um, I, I loved it. Uh, and, and, and sorry for, I for those of you, for funny. those of you who who aren't aware, oh. uh, essentially what happens in the in the fight, we'll post a video of it to our to our Instagram. Um, Rodriguez ducks a punch and basically throws an elbow backwards behind his back, underneath the other fighter's chin, the the zombie guy, and uh, the Z- Zambino guy, Zam- Zambuskis, and just knocks <laughs> him cold out, like cold out and just hits the ground yeah. and it's it's one of the crazy it's one of the most certain knockouts i've ever seen the 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 korean zambambo does just He's just done, done for face, face first in the mat. It's over. I mean, and it goes um, back to, you know, but, uh, everyone's, everyone's favorite uh, uh, fighter right now. Mr. My balls was hot. Mr. You're right. Derek Derek Lewis, Lewis, that's my, that's my right? boy. Last, my balls, my balls was hot. Last, last second. Boom. But I mean, the knockout makes me laugh because my, my personal reaction when I saw it wasn't, wasn't a resourcefulness or anything like that. I legitimately think that Rodriguez thought in his head, like, "Oh shit, don't hit me!" <laughs> and he ducked, and his and he threw his head down at such at such a, a force and and created enough momentum that his his right elbow just happens to come up the other way, and the 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 Korean zombies throwing his haymaker trying to connect one last time. Again, with so much forward momentum that he he goes into the elbow. It, there was not, there was no, nobody wrote that up. He wasn't thinking in my head like, okay, the next time he swings to punch, I'm gonna duck that, but I'm gonna throw my elbow in this way, and that's gonna catch him on the chin. Like, Yair Rodriguez had no idea what was going on. Was ducking a punch and then looked over and he's on the ground, Dunzo. Like, oh, oh, I won. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I mean, there there are right. some who are considering this the the greatest knockout of all time. I I believe that sometimes lucky things can be the greatest of something of all time, and this would qualify. Like this is an epic knockout, and I don't I don't take anything away from the knockout itself because it's funny and it's last. I mean, the last second of the match, everything's great. But I believe that it was a hundred percent fluke level luck. I I'm I'm reading an article right now. I'm actually reading um his his words. So here it, I I'm reading a okay. direct quote from him. This is on espn.com. Um let's see. Okay. The elbow. Nobody taught me how to throw that elbow. It was something I saw somebody doing doing in the back, so I started practicing it. We knew he opens up a lot with the punches. He always comes with the hooks, hooks, hooks and sometimes he goes through the inside. You you're already calling bullshit on this. Uh, I knew if I could get him to come my way and go under him, even with a kick in the middle, with a punch in the middle, with the flying knee, I knew it would be there. So he's calling it. He's like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit. I knew it was inside the five-minute round, but at the same time, I was like, did I really hit him at the last second? Wow, I got him. I looked to my corner, and they were super happy. Referee put his hands up and said the fight was over. Yeah. Um, that's like, that's 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 me hitting a, a hole in one at Pebble Beach and going, no, 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 guys, that wasn't luck. I knew so the wind is coming in uh, southeasternly direction, and so I knew that I had to hit the draw instead of the fade. And I, when I lined it up, like if you think back, I twisted a little bit because I knew I had to send it. 
So bullshit, you, Yair you think, Rodriguez. You think he's you fucking you're you think he's flailed. working us? You think he's trying to work? Yes. Wouldn't you MMA half ninety percent of MMA is working everyone else? That's what Conor McGregor has been the best at. Like you get paid whether you win or lose in the pugilistic arts, and he he's working it. That's what I would say. There's no, like. There's no benefit to him getting out of this, getting out of the, the the octagon and going, yeah, man, fucking lucky as shit, bro. No, that's not cool. It's cooler if he's like, no, I, I saw I saw it happen on on a fight before, and so I was like, oh, this guy leads with this thing and he follows through. So if I throw this elbow, I knew I could catch him. I knew I could. I didn't know that I caught him at the last possible second. That that's pretty crazy. But I knew that elbow was gonna be. No, you didn't. No, you did not. Good for you. Congratulations. No, you did not. It's not possible. It's not possible. Steph Curry can call every single one of his shots in a game after, like, after the fact because he's made so damn many of them, you know he calls those things before he takes the shot. Yair Rodriguez has not been throwing backwards, reverse, upside-down elbows for his whole career knocking fools out. Hey, um, Baron Davis said he called it. Baron Davis... When yeah. Did he? I I remember when I remember when Paul Pierce said no, he called you, it. Oh, okay. So there's also another video of one of the uh, pretty goods by oh, what's that guy's name? Yeah, it was Barrett. Is Barrett? It's it's John John Bois. John Bois. John Bois. He it's yeah. Baron Davis from yeah. eighty six feet. No, it was Lindsey Hunter. And, he, and Baron Davis says he called it. Yeah. Which is yeah. Lindsey Hunter was on defense. Can, well. Lindsay Hunter, what is it? Lindsay Hunter, uh, athlete or oh, hot yeah, girl? Yeah, that's one of my favorite games. <laughs> athlete or hot girl, Lindsay Hunter. Ashley Lee. Um, like, like I, I, I mean, what people, people have called crazy things, right? That's, that's, that's different, right? When you, when you, you know what I mean? Like, like we've all played, you know driveway basketball and been like oh god for game and throw up a crazy shot and it goes in people call crazy stuff all the time so i bet baron davis did call it but baron davis didn't go (laughs) into a post-game press conference and say well actually i knew that the way they play defense in the last eight seconds of the game was real loose so i knew if i took off from 86 feet approximately the free throw line on the opposite end of the court that I'd have a clear shot. And at this particular angle, it was definitely going to go. No, he didn't. He just was like, oh, game and threw up a shot and it went in. Good for Baron Davis. No, uh, it, again, wasn't, it wasn't for trying game. Not to it take... was like, just like at the end of the quarter. He, he just said that oh, he, just, I don't he just said that he just called it. Okay, that's fine. You can call it. I don't doubt that he called it. I, what I'm saying is I doubt that Yair Rodriguez has been working for weeks on end trying to perfect his upside down backwards elbow. Fair. <laughs> like that's a ridiculous thing. It's if if you know when when Anderson Silver was knocking people out by kneeing them in the head, that's something he was practicing. You practice flying knees on a regular. That's a normal fight move. I want you to go to a bar and get. Pick a fight with somebody and try to knock them out with Yair Rodriguez's upside down backwards elbow and tell me if it's an effective fight strategy. Like you better buy me a drink. I will buy you all of the drinks for one night if you were able to (laughs) to knock somebody out with the I think I would just I would just run around with the name of finger the entire time. Yeah, 
I would, I'd only have to buy you one drink because you wouldn't stop to finish him. You would just be like, oh, I did it. I did it. It worked. I did it. Yes, yes, yes. I did it. I'm like, well, he likes yeah, I'm just, I'm just so, running down the street. Like, I, you know, it was a, it was a crazy moment in, in, in UFC fight or MMA, right? To that knockout. Good for, good for. Good for Yair, bad for the zombie. I get <laughs> bad that, for the but zombie. you do, you were not practicing that move. That was not a strategy that you and your trainers worked on before bad for the, the fight. That's the zombie's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good bad for the zombie. <laughs> that's also a good band name. That is a good band name. So- Whoa, that is a good band name. I see. I've I've actually I've come up with a couple. I mean, working in the fruit industry, I, I've had to come up with I've come up with a couple band names. One of them being a uh, banana ha- or not banana hammock, but yeah, that's banana it. That's it. Uh, banana drought. Banana drought. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, that's fruit funny. Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's my one that's actually my favorite. I, I have a couple more. Uh, the prima donna prima donnas. Okay. So okay. the pre dash Madonna pre Madonnas, um, and then scapegoat, but G O A T with the you know dot periods in the middle. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Those, are, those yeah. are my those are my most recent band names I've come up with. That's a good one. I like that. Scape greatest of all time. Scapegoat. Scape- it it kind of you know what kind of reminds me of is when. Um, was it Gautier, their actual name? Oh, yeah, Game of the is Year? That, yeah, you call them Game of the Year Edition. Is That's that their I... actual name? No, yeah, go, like like Gautier or, or Gate or something or is their actual name. But Yeah, but I always just called them Game of the Year, which is what every all of my friends play enough video games that we all knew what Game of the Year meant, and we just moved on from it. But I don't actually know how they pronounced they're one single. They're they're yeah, one hit, hit wonder yeah. status. I don't know the uh, name of it. Maybe their name is like Got Ya. <laughs> Got ya. <laughs> Got ya. <laughs> that, that would be how I would do it. Yeah, I'd be like, "What's your name?" Got ya. Well, Got ya. I mean that that actually, Got you know the the there's a line in the Pink Floyd the Have a Cigar when they he says, "By the way, which one's pink?" That actually happened to them at the at the record label. They, they, I don't, I, uh, I don't listen to enough Pink Floyd to know what you're talking about. Okay, Explain so more. The song "Have a Cigar" by Pink Floyd. Um, there's a line. I, I'm going to look up the lyric uh, to be specific with it, but he says, he says, "But by the way, which one's pink?" Um, and it harkens back to a, a conversation they had at the record label, where <laughs> Pink Floyd is like, "Okay, well, we're here to meet Pink Floyd," and they had so little of an idea of who these guy were. These guys were. They said, okay, but which one of you guys are pink? <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, the, okay, where did, where'd it go? I just lost it. Shit, shit, shit I, lost I lost it. it. Um, I've always had a deep respect. I mean that most sincere. The band is just fa- fantastic. That's what I really think. Oh, by the way, which one's pink? That's that actually happened to them. They were actually asked yeah. that question. That's awesome. 
That's super rad. Could you imagine that? Like going in, like having your, your record label and especially considering what Pink Floyd became since then. But like just the whole yeah. the idea that the bot like the record label meeting would go that way. Like how crazy is that? It's like when uh Steph Curry showed up for the Nike uh presentation and it had somebody else's name on it. It was Kevin it was Kevin Durant. They gave they hit they hit the PowerPoint and slide one was like Kevin Durant. He was like, What? I think I'll I think yeah, I can go. Never mind. <laughs> that that's actually really funny. Which one hey, which one are you is pink? Uh what? No. No? No. Uh, okay. Cool. Did do you know why do you know what pink is Pink Floyd like a thing or is that just yeah. like a we just named ourselves. I, I don't Pink know. Floyd. I think it's just what they're—they just call themselves Pink Floyd. I don't think I, I don't think it's okay. a reference to anything. We might be wrong. That's why we need Fair a fact enough. checker. We do need a fact checker. We need a young Jamie. Um, but uh, um, I'm, I would—I would like to to pivot real quick to a quick movie review. Before if you do that, me. I do want to bring up another song. Uh, oh. Um, and, oh. Uh, oh. The the song "Smoke on the Water" by Deep Purple. That also really happened. There was smoke on the water? What happened is the band was performing with Frank Zappa in this bar, and someone brought a flare gun into the bar and shot it off into the ceiling and caught the place on fire, and when they were out there in the morning, they saw smoke on the water and fire in the sky, and they wrote a song about it. When I think of it in the context of, yeah, something burning down, whatever, you could have smoke on the water, fire in the sky. Yeah, yeah. The, place okay. was, the place was right by the lake. So the, the smoke rolled out onto the water. Yeah. Water. Yeah, and then the fire would then be a, would appear as though it was above it and in the sky. Not only that, so it's the, like sun a is, the sun fire. is coming up. So, you know, the sun is red <laughs> and fiery and yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Fire and that, in the that sky. Guitar riff that. That was like him doing that changed everybody's lives. They're like, "Holy crap! What did he just do? How did he do that?" He's like, "How did like, he do the that?" They're like, "What?" That's awesome. So yeah, a lot of a lot of history huh. in that song there. There's there's a lot of history That's in all true. music. Yeah, you're right. I was trying to I was trying to be one of those those artsy guys who who believes in things that aren't real. <laughs> like human kindness. Uh, so, human kindness. So, here we yeah, go. Hey, Ready hey. for this? Don't. I uh it was I think it was about uh I don't know, 2 2 weeks ago, I went and saw Jonah Hill's writer and directorial debut movie called Mid 90s. Okay. Um can you guess what time frame it's set Late in? Late 80s. It was actually early 2000s. But, can anyone tell um, the difference? Yeah. <laughs> so I can, I, can, I can tell you that um, it, it, is, it is very much, it is very much a, 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 like a first film, if that makes sense. Like it's independent. Um, it's kind of it, – it's a little artsy and obscure in the best kind of ways. And the end, the end is, is purposefully not the, the end of the character's lives, right? This kind of, the, the whole story takes place over a couple of months and it's, it's meant, 
it's meant very much to show that these four kids are now kind of bonded forever and they're going to continue to live lives now that the movie has ended. Right. This is just a slice so the, of the life. The ending feels basically. a little abrupt. Gringo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was very fantastic and and much like your joke to start the segment I I related very very much to the types of things those kids were doing together only they happened to me in the early 2000s like that was these kids were all between 13 and 17 which for me was you know 2001 and 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 beyond right. kind of a thing but that like when you're when you're kind of you're kind of rebelling for the first time in your life and suddenly maybe your friends start to be more important to you than your yeah, family yeah i got okay and it becomes kind of a culture shock for everyone involved your your mom starts to worry about you because you're not having the same conversations as you used to right you're you're starting to like new things um that you you know you used to not like or not understand. It's all making sense for the first time. Like girls don't have cooties anymore. You're like, oh, what, what's up, ladies? But you also don't know what you're doing, so you're scared shitless the whole time oh, that you naturally. talk to girls. But you got to sound cool, so you're like, yeah, what up? I'll talk to any girl ever. Yeah, I'll talk to not her though. Like not no, not, she, not right I'm now. Busy, dude. Like. I'm busy. Like, yeah, we're, we're hanging out. Like it's bro time. We're, we're, I mean, and I mean, this particular movie focuses around like skateboarding because that like the, the group of kids, they all hang out, congregate at like a, a skate shop and stuff like that where, I mean, I had my, I had my go at, at extreme sports at about that age. Um, so that it all kind of really, the, the, the slang terms that they used were kind of, the same ones that we use in the early 2000s. What, like cool? Um, no, like like sick, rad, awesome, badass. Like, wait, it, wait, it, wait. It, like there's wait. a whole thing. I use what, every what? single one of those words every single day. It's because we ha- we're never sick. growing up, man. We're clinging to it. <laughs> sick. Sick. But before, before in pre-show, you said, uh, uh, I can't remember the, the order which you said. I'm pretty sure you went, uh, what shit? Fuck! Yeah. That's awesome. And one of the characters <clears throat> in the movie they call they call him fuck shit. That's his like nickname. Is fuck shit, and it's because every single time somebody does something really cool on the skateboard, his immediate response is fuck shit. That was dope. <laughs> like you throw down the you throw down the sweet the sweet trick, and that's exactly what he say every single time. And so it it became his actual nickname. He just Oh, what's up, fuck shit? And he's like, hey. And everybody moves on. And I thought that was like, that's funny because I did that. I do that same thing where I'll respond the same way to something. And it never became like a nickname or anything like that. But it's like, yeah, you do. You're like, ah, oh, that was fucking Well, awesome. I, I find it funny. Like, I'll, I have a habit of giving my brother nicknames based on what's happening in that moment. Uh, <laughs> like, there was one time he, we were, we were eating, it was taco night. And I think he was, he was like 14 and I was, just, I was up visiting for dinner and like <laughs> he spilled some, some refried beans on his shirt. And I was like, look at, I was like, look at this guy over here. Look at old bean shirt over here. Just hanging out with beans all over his shirt. You out of here, old bean shirt. 
And so, <laughs> and so for the shirt. rest of the night, no matter what happened, he was old bean shirt. Like it, 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 like I live in a family that supports my madness, which is you know, no, not always good, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they they indulged me, and and suddenly uh, Ben was old bean shirt for for long stretches of time. <laughs> And then of course, of course, nicknames like that, they like, they fade, but then you can always like reference back and everyone oh, yeah. gets like, it. Don't get called old bean, like, shut up old bean shirt. He's like, guys, it was like seven years people ago. Don't forget. Like, people don't forget. <laughs> Another Jonah Hill reference. Oh, so but one, anyway, one, I'm one just last saying. last bit about my brother. My dad has oh, challenged yes. us to a um, season six, episode nine of The Office politeness war at thanksgiving he's challenged you to a politeness yeah, brother, war as as um dwight and, wow. and andy have andy we, he's where i've been, yes the gauntlet has been thrown down to both of us to have a politeness war wow are you gonna bring I bagels might. i think it would be epic for you to start the real life <laughs> politeness war with the reference to the original politeness war and show up with bagels hand them out to everyone say well not don't worry you just owe me one (laughs) don't worry you just owe me one it's okay you just owe me one oh man is it that hard to be nice to people so that way you can conspire against a co-worker to have him fired i love it the politeness war that is badass i wish i would have thought of that it's gonna be rad that is so good. So back to your oh. back to your review. So like you still haven't really told me anything about this movie. I understand that it's you know it's set in the the early you know teens and skateboarding is sick. Skateboarding is sick. It is just it. There's the thing is is the essentially the events of the movie are are inconsequential to a review, right? I can tell you that I liked it and I think you should see it. I wouldn't pay money for it, right? I don't think I don't think it's worth paying money for if I'm being honest because it's such a low budget independent film itself. Like it's not you can download it and catch it on YouTube and the viewing experience is going to be the same, right? But I can tell you that um like the the way the characters develop is is eerily reminiscent to the things that I would have said and done over a similar time span in my life, where the way the main character changes when he meets new friends and he becomes a drastically different person for better or worse. And it might not even be a long-term change because it's such a short snapshot of his life. But at that, I mean, that's how it was when you were 13 or 14, you meet somebody you think is cool. All of a sudden you're a different person. Yeah, that's fair. You just, you just want to be, or I mean, I guess coincidentally, you could have been the cool kid that everyone changed to be like, but I yeah, certainly was definitely wasn't. not a cool kid. I was the kid. I was definitely the, oh my gosh, you know, whatever. Kevin is so cool. I'm going to be just yeah, like him. Dave, he's a and, cool guy. Yeah, I want to be like, yeah, what's that? What does Dave like? Yeah, Transformers are cool. Yeah. Oh, I like the Ninja Turtles. And that's just, that's just how it was. And it was just, it was such, it was such a perfect, um, like, like film snapshot glimpse 
flashback to what I was going like not directly, but I could relate to the entirety of the Fair movie. Fair enough. And that is something that hasn't happened in a movie for a, like a long time. I, I'm finding things interesting, like the the movies and, and stuff that's getting made right now. Uh, like, like for instance, that this movie you're talking about, I think about the TV show Big Mouth that's on uh, Netflix. Uh, I don't know if you've yes, if yes. you've had an opportunity to watch that yet, but it's it's very funny. I find it very entertaining. I'm still in the first season because I'm trying to spread it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's very entertaining. It's very relatable. But it's done. It's presented in such a way that you wouldn't ex- like. You see, oh, Big Mouth. It looks like a cartoon of kids for kids, and you would just go right by it. But I find it interesting that there's so many relatable like coming of age stories coming out right now. Uh, yes. I, I think mm-hmm. because we all kind of suffered through it silently and now we're able to laugh about it as we've, as we've kind of gotten into our adulthood. It's that, yeah, it's the adult, the adult realization that actually everyone went through the same right. shit. Like with big mouth, it focuses a lot on the, the, the puberty aspect of life. They're at that age. The characters are, and I went through all that same awkward puberty bullshit too. The first time, the first time you go to school and the, the, the first girl to get boobs is like one episode at some point. I don't know if it's first or second season, but they go through a whole thing where it's like, <gasps> she has boobs. What? And it was like, you try not to stare, but you're definitely staring, but you realize you shouldn't stare, but you can't stop staring. Like everyone went through it, but nobody talked yeah, about it. it. And now we're adults and we can talk about and, it. And it's it's so funny, yeah. Like like you said, and the other the other thing about it is hearing what at least for me, hearing what a girl's perspective going through that period of time. Because I'm to me, yes. I'm hearing like, yeah, that's pretty much what I was going through. So I would like I would imagine that what is happening for women it was pretty much what they were going through. And to me, I was like, wow, this gave me a really different perspective about that whole period of time because None of this was ever made aware of. I was never made aware of any of this. <laughs> right, right. Like, and I think I think you you touched us. Like, if I was, the, I would have acted differently. The, <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah, the the writing staff that they put together for Big Mouth has done has done like a a, a really really good job of. I mean, I guess there's the chance I, I wasn't ever a, a girl, a, a teenage girl going through puberty. So maybe that's not at all what it was like. But if if it is what girls were going through while guys were trying not to stare at their boobs and, and all of the other aspects of puberty, getting their period for the first time and all that stuff, if that's actually what they even remotely went through, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> it was just as awkward for them. If, if not us. more that's so. Awful. Like, I mean... <laughs> If not more so, you're There's right. There's a lot like, of things they have to deal that, with that we don't. Like, let's just be real about it. Yeah, we just don't. And and especially if you if you think back to that that exact time in your life, you had no idea they were going through that. You were thinking, oh, girls are girls. They're they've got it easy. Listen, you know, we've got to try to hide our boners in class. No, like, no, man, that's, that's the least so of the worries. Like, they the would trade in a minute. Like, <laughs> yes. They would absolutely be like, yeah, I'll tuck it into my waistband just, and move like, on. Like, I, I can what? I can fully admit now, and if Chris is listening to this, maybe he'll understand me a little bit better. I can fully admit that a lot of the times I was an asshole in class and refused to get up and do anything is because I was popping wood. 
<laughs> like yeah. Jake will come in like, no, I don't I don't do that. I don't answer questions in class anymore. I don't, I don't do standing up presentations. I don't even get up to go to the bathroom. I just sit in this desk for long periods of time. <laughs> this is this my is, life now. You this know what? I might just stay here through the next period because I like this desk so much. I like I this tell desk you a lot. I gotta I've... get away from this desk. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, right. You're like, yeah. I like, oh shit, maybe I do like this desk too much. Oh god, we. I can tell you that for whatever reason, I think it was social anxiety mostly. Um, every single day um, of of middle school for me, fifth through eighth grade, four years of school. Every single day, when either my parents or the school bus, depending on the morning, because through middle school I had both. Right, every morning. Uh, the automobile that was t- take transporting me to school would get to a certain point away from the school. And it was about <laughs> half a mile, I could tell you. As, as If you're familiar, which you are, the, the listeners, some of them are, some of them aren't, with Oakley Drive, the, school, the road in front of the middle school I went to, when, when, the, when the car or the bus would turn onto that road from either direction – I would get a boner in the morning. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile no Oakley Middle School is just like, oh, is that a banana in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Yes. And it was, it was terrible because I would, have to, I would have to be in the car with my dad and my mom or on the school bus surrounded by fellow students and have to nonchalantly somehow hide, hide the boner so I could get off tuck the it. school bus. Just, just, just tuck it and walk real slow. Um, and... It would. It was like it made it even more awkward when when your when mom you know your mom's like give yeah, me a uh, hug. Like, tell me, no, shut up, mom. Tell me, <laughs> yeah, say Alexander James Maxwell, I love you, and you will say it back. I love you too, mom, and I scurry off as I'm like trying not to t- talk to my mom with a boner. <laughs> like, I was so, and it was like this weird social anxiety and I'd stand out in front of the school because we'd get dropped off, you know, 20 minutes before the doors opened and you talk to your friends right, or whatever and hang do. out that's, and then they'd let you in the school. school. Yeah. We had it. We actually got Welcome let to inside to do that, but you know, Oh no, they, unless you were getting breakfast in the cafeteria, which I wasn't, um, I, I was standing out in front of the school for 20 minutes with a boner <laughs> talking to my friends. Dumb shit. Every single morning, no fail. I, this is this is not an exaggeration. This is the most embarrassing boner-related story I've ever told. As I was standing, anybody who knew me, fifth through eighth grade, if we hung out in front of the school, I want you to know that I had a boner and it was nothing sexual the whole time. I promise. No doubt. No oh doubt my in my God. mind. That's the funniest story you've With, ever told me. Like without exception, like I can't, like it sounds so ridiculous, but I want you to know it's a hundred percent true. Just popping wood the whole day. And as soon as I'd get into like homeroom, I'd be, I'd be legit for the rest of the day. Totally fine. Not a problem. But for 20 minutes from 7.40 to 8 a.m. for four straight years, yes, September through June, I, (laughs) it didn't matter what I did. Boner force love. Every single time. Sometimes, sometimes it would like wait a block to kick it. I'd be like, "This, the streak <laughs> is over." Gonna... And then yeah! all of a sudden, it's like, "Today ain't your day." <laughs> Today ain't your day, Maxwell. And yep, that was it. So yeah, Big Mouth does a great job of pointing, pointing, uh, painting the picture of awkward puberty and the moments you everyone sifts through. Especially you. <laughs> uh, 
especially me, dude. I hormone monster was hanging out with me hard Literally. every morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pun intended for oh, sure. Man. You know what I realized? Of like three days after <laughs> listening to last week's episode, I never gave hmm. my verdict on Boor Goo. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I never even talked about it. Like you just went off, and then we moved on. That's so well, what's you your know, verdict? If we, if, uh, let's go back to it. Hit the music. Boo or boo or So anyway, my my problem with the the PlayStation is primarily that they aren't going to have the games because they don't mm-hmm. have the relationship with Rare, and Rare has all the good shit. All the good shit for that era. Yeah, yes, like all of all it. And shit. so, like, what are you gonna, what are you gonna give me? You're like, I don't even think it has Pa Rapper the Rapper on it. And if you don't have that, you ain't got squat. I can already get Banjo Kazooie on the Xbox One, man. That's 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 absolutely true. You can actually get all of the for Banjo like, Kazooies on for like the 40 Xbox. Bucks, One. It's not a bad deal. Like those are yeah. great games, and they're like it's remastered. Not. I love Banjo Kazooie. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, I can, I can, yeah, you're, that's a good, it's a solid point. That just is. I can tell you that I haven't looked at the published list of games myself, but when I look over it, I bet you I'll find two. Yeah. That I'm it, it was, was kind of like, I guess it was kind of like the, the, the SNES classic. I was just like, yeah, I mean, I've already played Star Fox two and I have an emulator. So yeah. Oh, I felt the exact same way, but I definitely still, well, I, that. you know, I, couldn't afford it. Oh, that's fair. I also have the I have the NES classic as well because I mean I'm I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I'm I'm not gonna not right. buy that. Alright, so I just <laughs> I was like, I, I have an emulator too. But meh. But meh. But meh. Okay, let me I, I'm pulling up right now. I'm I'm gonna go through a list of games okay. and I want I want to hear okay, I'm gonna continue with ad blocker. I don't care. Uh <laughs> I'm going to continue to block your ads. I don't care what your website yeah, asked me uh, to do. Let's go ahead and continue with that. Okay, so here we go. Here is the full list of okay. PlayStation Classic games. Battle okay. Arena Toshinden. Cool Never Borders 2. Destruction Derby. Final Never Fantasy 7. Okay, that that I'll admit has been a game that obviously came out when the pla- the PlayStation 1 was a new system. I've wanted to play through Final Fantasy 7 at least one time in my life because of the way it sits in like the 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 pantheon of video games and its history. But so far I would say that's one game that one. I want to play. We're at one. One. So far Grand one. Auto. Intelligent Meh. Cube. Jumping Flash. Metal Gear Solid. Mr. Driller. I mean, it sounds like an advanced... (laughs) Right, that's exactly what I thought it was, too. But, no, I'd never heard uh, of it. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. I know of Oddworld, and I've never played any of them, so why start now? I mean, I'm going to say... Rayman. (laughs) Like the original Rayman? Rayman? Straight straight Rayman. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I. Again. I never played a Rayman game. So yeah, why start uh, now? Resident Evil Director's Cut. Nope. Revelations Persona. 
That's never heard um, of it. are you familiar with Persona Five and the, like that whole thing? I think that's the first one. Oh, okay. I've heard of Persona yeah, I think Five. This yes, is, but... that's the first one. Ridge Racer Type Four. I know of the Ridge Racer Ridge Racer series, but the, never played it. Blow your start hair now. Back. It's a it's a car driving game on the PlayStation. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And it's not named Gran Turismo. But, so, yeah. Eh. Okay. Wait. Hold, hold on. It's just a car, like it was. I don't know about this. Like maybe this game was incredible, but you're just telling me you just put a car driving game. On the PlayStation, get get gone, get gone, <laughs> get gone, Sony. All right, get gone. Um, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. That's not it. You made all. You made the name yep. of that game up. You strung together five words to trick me. <laughs> Siphon Filter. I've heard of Siphon Filter. That I remember everybody liking in that era of games. Like, it was a really good game then, but I never played it. you know what I remember it. about Siphon Filter? I remember they had a really cool ad campaign, and, like, the dude put up... A, he made, like, a circle with his thumb and forefinger and, like, looked through it, and it acted like it was a scope, and it's like, Siphon Filter on PlayStation. Rated M for Mature. Hmm. Rated M for Mature. Yeah, that that last part. Uh, Tekken, uh, Tekken yeah, 3. Yeah. Don't like fighting games. It's one of the first episodes of, of my show where I raged about how That's much true. I hate fighting Check games. Check it in our so. archives available at uh, my show, alexandjake.podbean.com. Uh, Twisted Ooh. Metal. So I would play I would play through a Twisted... Like, I've never actually played any Twisted Metal game for more than just, like, at a friend's house, kind of dicking around because we had nothing else to do. So it, it would be kind of fun to visit the, the beginnings of that kind of... Uh, uh, ever hailed series, uh, right? If, but the pro- say, at the same time, you you're better served playing Twisted Metal too. Or, or I mean, I'm probably better served playing any other Twisted Metal that came after it because I would I would assume they all got better no. with graphics and more controls no. and no. <laughs> no no no. So either way, we're currently at two games. I'd be Wild willing to play. Arms. Continue. Never heard and, of it. And, and we're done. That's so. So you're right. Uh, two. I by by my account, two games I actually would 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 like put effort into playing. Of uh, what it was probably four or five games that I had heard of, but don't care about. And then well, there's twenty total, yeah. right? So that leaves thirteen games I've never heard of. That's not a good ratio. And I'm looking. I'm looking now no. at like a list of the twenty five best games and. Not seeing it. Not seeing any like any of these on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, I, it's gonna be a you know it's gonna be a boo for me, dog. That's fair. I, yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty boo worthy release. Like I said, I, like I actually here's 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 how much I would be committed to putting out effort to play uh, Final Fantasy VII. I actually own Final Fantasy VII on the PC. I have all three discs because it was later released on PC. Um, I just don't – my computer – I unplugged my um, my actual CD-ROM. My I guess it's technically a DVD player. But I unplugged that because I needed the cord to connect to another component within my thing. So I own Final Fantasy VII, and I still haven't put out the effort to play it. Because I'm too lazy to plug my CD-ROM in. <laughs> you said you said ramen. 
<laughs> I did. Thank, Thank you. you for listening, Jake. It you means said a lot anus. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard it. I can't believe that you didn't give your boo or goo while we were doing the segment. I think I was. Uh, and neither yeah, one of I us was noticed. Like, I was in editing. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I never said anything about boo or goo. <laughs> and I can also say part of what goes into the, the, the boo for me is that it is yet another blatant copying of Nintendo by Sony when it comes to video games. Yeah. Like, this just in, 90% of video game innovation Nintendo did first and everyone else copied. Get there's, over it. it it's, there's going to be something coming out soon. It's going to be PC Classic. It's going to be a miniature computer. And it's got a bunch of like old computer games like Oregon Trail and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego on it. <laughs> also, I'd be way more goo about that than this. The, the also known classic. as a floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Dude, hilarious. Like, that's it. I would do that. Like we should, we should. Hey, quick, stick that in the mail and mail it to us. That's a billion dollar idea right there. Like, make it look like a little idea. floppy disk. Like, what if we took like Raspberry Pis, put plastic little floppy disks over them, and just turn them into PC emulators? Like, and just PC emulators, yeah. PC not, not included. included. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, and it's just got like uh, a like bunch freaking of fifty old ass games. Free ski <laughs> and Jezbo. Dude, hell yes, dude. Did you ever play DX Ball? Oh man, that was no. the best one. That was the best one. What? Wait, what's the difference? What's DX, DX Ball? Ball? Was, it was one of those classic paddle games, but it had like you could shoot. You had like laser beams that you could shoot with your paddle. Oh man, it was it was some next level oh. business. DX Ball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see yeah, you. Was, that was a classic, you. man. Like you got to get on DX Ball level. It, you know. <laughs> get get on so my it was DX it was level. funny too because like the first time someone told me about DX Ball it was like the it was the late nineties and this was at the height of Degeneration X and I was like wait is there a game about Degeneration X they're like no I was like, no it has nothing to do with Degeneration was, X <laughs> oh. and then I was really confused because like the video game the Aerosmith video game Revolution X was also out at this time. So there was a lot of X going on. And I was I was stuck in the middle of it. I didn't know what to do. So, it, wait. Aerosmith has Did a video game? Did you ever play the Aerosmith video game? I mean, I knew that they had like a rock band version. No, they, but I didn't. No, they have a full... Okay, so it's the same basic engine as uh, the Terminator 2 Judgment Day game. And okay. instead of you know throwing grenades, you shoot CDs. That's you. You're. Is this like a? Was this like a, a parody no, this game? Is, this was game this is dead to be serious. Funny? And uh, what what it does? It's like uh, this evil authoritarian government has taken over, and they want to ban all rock music, and so they like capture Aerosmith, and you have to go save them. All right, the 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 nineties were an and when interesting you lose, time. Steven Tyler goes, "Don't give up." <laughs> I I I'm gonna find a way. I want to find a way to capture your impression of Steven Tyler in a video game, 
and have that be your text message notification well, on, on my phone. Computer, just chop it up and you know. T- I'm just gonna chop it down and just <laughs> don't give up. Oh, that was terrible. That's awesome. the best. What are you talking about? But hey, you know these people—they put up with a lot. Um, they—they yeah, they could have been any. Oh, I. Oh my gosh, I can't go into the clothes. What? No clothes. No, cancel that clothes. I forgot to tell you because these people don't even know, and you don't even know that this show almost didn't even happen. That's true. We we spoke we spoke at pre-show about how you were telling me a story about how you almost didn't yeah we record almost didn't have a show. So Monday, sitting here, sitting Monday. here, minding my own, you know, just sitting here about town, watching a little telly, and I'm looking. I'm using my computer mm-hmm. doing some doing some business. And I bump it, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden, it, it's like, "Hey, your battery is uh, your battery's dead." I was like, "Excuse me, it's plugged in, bro." And I look over, and the charger is no longer working. Whoa! So I had thanks to a, uh, a benevolent uh, Amazon subscription, um, I, I was able to get one delivered today before, <laughs> like. Holy like you got crap. delivered at four o'clock. We recorded at six thirty. Started recording at six thirty. That's how close. It, that's how close it came to not having a show this week. We, so by the skin of our teeth, ladies and gentlemen, we got it done for you. Yes, we the recorders did it for you, the listener. You're and, welcome. And also shout out Amazon yeah. Prime. And we and we still want to continue <laughs> thanking you. Because you could have yes. been anywhere yes, in the yes. world. But you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Make sure you're checking us out on all of our social medias. I think this is going to be the first one I link to YouTube. So if you want to check us out on YouTube, check us out there. Give us a thumbs up and comment if you got something to say. Um, but for this episode, this edition mm-hmm. of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. It's a podcast.